to download the app or listen at iHeartRadio.com. Standard text and data rates apply. What's up, church family? I hope everybody is enjoying their day. Look like the temperature is dropping a little bit outside. But just in time before we get into Thanksgiving, next week is Turkey Day. God, I thought I was talking about Doc Bishop then. But anyway. Really? Really? <laughs> okay. It right. is Turkey Day, and I know that everybody's going to be out doing some shopping. I don't know. There's some stores that are saying that they're not going to have the Black Friday sale the day after Thanksgiving. And there are some stores who are actually opening up early. Macy's did a sale on Wednesday. They had the doorbuster sales and things of that nature. So, you know, be careful out there, whatever you decide to do. Amazon is going to be having some sales online, but make sure you make the most of it and be safe. Be safe with your credit cards and try not to spend too much money like Lady Tina likes to do. (laughs) You know, so everybody just make sure you have some good old wholesome fun, right? Right, right, definitely. Yeah, well, before we get started too far into our show, I want to go ahead and say congratulations to Pastor Maria, how you say her name? Maria Mary Strong. Is it Mary? It's Mary Strong. Okay, I want to say Mariah, but that's not it. She's not Mariah Carey. Not Mariah Carey, no. Okay. Mary Strong. Mary Strong. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Not Mariah. Not Mariah. Mary Strong. Mary Strong. Beautiful lady, though. She also has a beautiful singing voice, and she is a pastor. We have the Pastor of the Month contest that's going on. Go out to our website and our Facebook page. Our website is painzone.com. That's P-A-Y-N-E-Z-O-N-E.com. Check it out. We have some interesting entrance, right, Doc, where they can actually enter into the contest? Go ahead and put your entries out there. Because we already did it for November. Yeah. And so the next entries that's going to be coming up is going to be happening in December. Yes. And so you can go out there, submit your pastor or someone who you know is a pastor. We won't tell your pastor that you did not select them. Okay. So make sure you go out there and uh, and pick and just let the women and men of God know that you honor them. This program is about that. And so it's about uplifting ministries. That's what we do with that contest. If you have a business and you would like to take your coupons, if there's a discount, you can give 50% off for whatever your products or goods or services that you have. Hey, it's advertisement for you. We'll take all those little things, put it in a goodie bag, and we'll go out to the pastor to give them their plaque, whether it be he or her. That will go with them, and you'll be actually going with us. Right, Doc? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, and then me and my crew, when we go into the church, uh, we'll get to meet you all personally when we present that plaque to the man or woman of God and saying that we appreciate them, what they do in the community. And I think it's a great contest. What do you think, Doc? I think it's a, I think it's a very good contest. It's an opportunity for you know every person to just recognize the pastors and the leaders in the community for all of the hard things that they do. You know, we can never say thank you for 
uh, enough thanks for, you know, them giving up their time with their families, for them, you know, being there when we need them, and then giving, standing up before us, our hard-head selves on Sundays, and giving us that unadulterated truth and all of that good stuff. So it's just a way, you know, opportunity for you to say, hey, I love you, Pastor. We support you. We're behind you. And, you know, this is what we're going to do. Well, I tell you what, uh, it's, I can imagine all the things that pastors go through and uh, and some of the accolades that they never get or should actually get. This is one way of act, doing that for us. Now, we don't vote. We can't vote. Uh, but those vote. of you, no, you can't. Okay. But those of you <laughs> who do fair. go out and and, uh, and make the votes, you can do it via our website. So when the submissions go in, they'll be posted to our site, the essays or whatever you think about the particular pastor and uh, and why they should be selected, all that will go on our website, and then we open it up where you can actually cash a vote. We close it at a certain time, and once that time is closed, we notify that pastor and let he or she know that they've been selected for pass of the month, and then we go from there. So I think it's a very good program that we're taking on. And uh, those of you who are interested, again, that website is painzone.com. You can also follow us on The Zone Radio on our Facebook and Twitter and Periscope account. And uh, we had something interesting last week on Periscope. Lady Tina and Doc Bishop, I can't take them nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) But it's all in fun and it's all about, you know, uh, keeping up and lifting up the women in God in the kingdom and well, that's why we have straight talk for Christians, right, Lady Tina? That's right. Amen. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back in just a moment. Again, congratulations to Mary Strong of Greater Works Ministry in Warner Robins, Georgia. You can check her out on our website as well and find out more about her ministry and what her and her husband does. But more importantly, go out there and just say congratulations. We'll be back in a moment.
I never know what to expect with you because your music selection is horrible. I mean, I mean, I okay. I love music. I like R. Kelly. Don't send me no hate mail, all that stuff. I do listen to R. Kelly. Wait a minute. Let me hold on. I just forgot what radio station was on. But anyway, <laughs> I I like music, you know. But you know, R. Kelly did his thing. Then you know, I just wasn't ready for it. You know, I never know what to expect with you. I just never I, know. I wasn't ready either. <laughs> I, I did want a victory song by R. Kelly, but I don't think that was the one. <laughs> so we both were surprised together. <laughs> but it's all good. I thought it was intentional. You know what? And it's a, it was a good song. R. Kelly did do a victory song. And the victory song, the one that I was had in mind, was the one that he did uh, for the young people out in Africa who won the um, game. Because, you know, they did a soccer game. Oh. And so they were actually up to win for their country. And he did that song, and it's called the Victory Song. But that one wasn't what I uh, had in mind. <laughs> it kind of reminded me of The Lion King. You know? it, you know, <laughs> I thought it Mufasa you? was going to come on out uh, um, and just start talking. You know, or we're going to find that other Victory Song and see if we can't get a plate. But it's a Victory Song, but it was... For those young kids, and they actually won. And you guys, you probably like it too, but I think it's a pretty good song. I think that one was a good song. The message was good. Yeah. It, I mean, it was a good message. I, I think I was more so into the beat. Yeah. It kind of had an almost like an African vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said, I don't well, know it's why. Well, it looked like Doc was trying to go to sleep. <laughs> he was probably taking selfies. You know what? It, <laughs> I'm not, we're not going to talk about selfies. Those of you that are watching us in the studio, we can see that um, T-Pain and Lady Tina was in a competition of taking selfies. I was actually <laughs> taking a picture of you and Lady Tina. She was, you, you guys know, thought I was taking selfies. She was taking selfies. I um, was taking a picture of Lady Tina and you. Listen, if you're ever around T-Pain, don't trust her when you see a phone. Because she's one of those type of people who was, you know, those those people that you see on the internet and you might have been in the uh, the restaurant and they may have on some flip-flops with some socks. She's the type of person um, that would take the picture and you wouldn't even know it. <laughs> How you going to take a picture of us in the studio? We thought you were taking selfies. You know what? I don't tr- you need to put the phone down. We're, we're at the table. She's probably you need posting to put the phone down Doc, I see like three or four <laughs> messages on Facebook right now. See, this is why we be on, have our phones, Lady Tina. Because Doc be putting stuff on Facebook and he be saying stuff about me on Facebook. <laughs> you, you know what? Uh, you just going to tell everybody. But you don't. 
laughter is good. You got to have fun. You got to live a little. And especially around this time, you know, a lot of people are grieving. A lot of people are going through various types of things. You got to live a little. You got to laugh a little. You got to have fun. <laughs> Make joy in, the, in those moments. Nice picture. Isn't that a nice picture? It's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Lady Tina doing her thing. You can't be trusted with the phone. Just, I can't be trusted. Just, you can't be trusted. Just put I the know. phone down and walk away. Walk away? Just walk away. Walk what away. What you think, Lady Tina? Walk away. <laughs> walk away. I'm scared of what pictures may come up on there. Well, now, I'm going to hop off into our news because I tell you what we talked about. And I don't know, did we mention the patty pies last week? We did talk about the patty pies. Did we talk about the patty pies? I think we I talked about we the talk patty pies. Patty, patty. Well, there are some patty. people that are upset saying that Patty needs to compensate the young man for doing a review of her pies. Because since he did the review, Walmart can't keep the pies in the store. Now, this is not coming from the young man. This is coming from social media. And there have been people taken out to taking the social media and they're bashing the young man saying Patty didn't, you know, don't owe him anything because it's her pie, her recipe. Um, He didn't have anything to do with it and so on and so forth. Now, I'm like this. The young man is not saying anything. Right. He's a, you know, he's a Patty fan. I'm a Patty fan. Patty has every right to feel like, you know, she put all the work together. She did. And he was someone who just did a review. And because of his review, you know, people realized, hey, her pie is at the store. Because some people didn't even know that her pie is at Walmart. She did acknowledge him. She told him thank you. She called him personally. And I don't think there's nothing that she owes him. And he's not complaining. And I don't think it's right for, you know, the young man to be bashed. When he's not complaining about anything. What do you think, Doc? You know, social media would kill any person's image, you know, persona of what's trying to be trying to be done or anything like that. Me personally, I did not know about the patty pie until one of my Facebook friends ate the pie himself and posted the video. It had nothing to do with the young man who ate Patty LaBelle's pie. He ate the pie after the fact. A lot of people had already went out and got the pie. So you can't necessarily say her, the increase of what she got really came from him. I, I wouldn't put it solely on him. The pie was in the store. People started talking about it on Facebook. Who's to say was the first person to put it out there? We don't know who was the first individual to put it out there. So, I mean, that's how I feel about it. And, I mean, I would agree with you. I don't think that there should be compensation to him for something that was done creatively and a lot of work went into it uh, production-wise. I think that I've had the opportunity to look at some other videos this young man posts on Instagram, and he does a lot of different impressions. He does a lot of impressions, reviews. Yes, and he is uh, multi-talented. He is very expressive and uh, this the patty video is nothing in comparison to some of the others where he have the church hat on and he's doing various different <laughs> songs or what have you. So I think he's just having a good time and expre- expressing himself by posting the videos. There's also some, uh, videos of him actually displaying his gift, which is his gift of song um, at, I don't know if it's some type of club or what have you, but he could really sing. But yeah. I think that there should not be any compensation. And his singing had nothing to do with Pat LaBelle Pies because, right. you know, you can always flip it. He said, um, 
these pies will make you sing. Patty could be like, look, my pies help you sing. (laughs) 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 You know, but we really need to stop being overly critical. Social media is a beast. It's a a beast and uh, it can make you or destroy you. He did a good thing by just, you know, giving his own personal opinion. He didn't know Patty personally, but it caught off like wildfire. And uh, she did acknowledge him. And because of that, other people know who he is. But I don't think he should be bashed. I think that's unfair to him because he had nothing to do with it. And then I don't think, uh, you know, we should speak negatively of Patty because, you know, it was her people, her money. They marketed and he was someone who tasted it and he appreciated her pies. So that's what I believe. Oh, yes. And, And I think, too, that he should utilize what I call this five minutes of fame. Mm-hmm. Right now he has the attention of pretty much the world. Right, and maybe he could be someone who review a whole lot of other products. Yes, and that could be something uh, that could be done, or, or as well as even the videos, as far as I know, the last time I saw something about it, it hit $6 million. I'm sure that there should wow. be some type of compensation because yeah. after so many hits, uh, there's usually well, he's some had type over of that. Yeah, he's had over issue. six million hits by now. I think that video is if it's on YouTube after yeah. so many hits, he should get compensated. And I agree in that in that aspect. I agree with that. That you know he should get some type of compensation from that particular yes. social media arena because he's using their platform. Exactly. So I, I agree with that, but not necessarily from Patty. No. Come on now, that's Patty Labelle. Well, you yeah. guys are like way <laughs> over my head with that. So I'm gonna move along. Oh yeah, uh, Muslim Marine. He. Uh, uh, bashes Trump and he posts his military badge on Twitter. And what he said was, mm. I'm a Muslim. I served in the military. I retired. I have my ID. I have my ID badge. Where's yours? Cause what Trump said was that the people who are Muslims need to walk around with a badge, identifying themselves as being Muslim. And a lot of people said, okay, this is very negative. Uh, you know, now you're trying to get back to what happened during the Vietnam War and before then with Hitler and so on and so forth. As a tracking, he said that they should have a, a you know ID badge to identify themselves as being Muslim. So the young man took a picture of his military ID, put it on Twitter, and he said, "I have my badge. Where's yours?" Wow. You know, somebody needs to shut Donald Trump down. This is my personal opinion. Do you think he's just old and senile? I think he's just rich. And when Mm. you have a lot of money, you are a lot at a platform where you can do a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. And I think that he's doing things for attention. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, if it starts with this type of situation, what about us as African-Americans? Well, we have to wear a badge. And I think that he brings a shock factor and he's utilizing this. I don't think he takes his presid- uh, presidential run seriously. I think all. he's using this uh, in order to enhance his other businesses because he is a very, very sharp businessman. Well, you know, they did say this about Donald Trump is that uh, when the time came for him, him to go into the military, uh, he actually deferred it off because of college like four times. Okay. And then after he finished his degree, uh, he couldn't go because of medical issues. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. uh, so you find a way to get out of it. Find a way to get you out know, of it. To really yeah. serve your country. Right, to serve yeah. his country. Yeah. But yeah. now you, you have this platform and you got so much to say. 
Thought it was interesting. It's very interesting. But coming from Donald Trump, it's like Joan Rivers. You know, when she was living, she said whatever she wanted, got away with it. People spanked her in the hand, but she was Joan Rivers. Nobody really reprimanded her. And that's the same thing with Donald Trump. He's not getting reprimanding. And it goes back to what, you know, Lady Tina said. Money talks in a lot of situations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it talks in, in some situations. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, uh, any, any interview that he's on, he always says, look, I'm very rich. Yes. That's where he starts. Yes. So yes. the thing is, and, you know, there's a lot of uh, parodies out there, uh, a lot of late night shows. They do these things to kind of mock him. Mm-hmm. You know, he said, you know. Well, you know, uh, uh, during Halloween, they actually had like a pumpkin with his face on it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and he'll say the only person qualified to interview him is him. Hmm. You know, wow. so he, you know, it is. A little arrogant. Yes, but it is his persona. It's how he conducts business. And he just brings a shock factor. And not that I agree with anything that he does or what he's doing. But he has brought attention back to presidential debates in, in the election. Because people want a good laugh. Yes, and that's what I think they're watching provides. with a bag of popcorn. And he says things that I think some people would love to say, mm-hmm. but can't. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why he gets the attention that he does. Well, I'm going to keep my opinion to myself. <laughs> <laughs> in Minneapolis, a cop was caught punching a gun and this is well it wasn't necessarily a gun it looks more like a rifle at the representative son his unarmed son the son had his hands in the air now uh, representative keith ellison and he's a democrat and he's there in minneapolis he's the representative for minneapolis he confirmed on thursday that his son was photographed as he was targeted with a a weapon by the minneapolis police officer his son, his name is Jeremiah. Now, the photo is kind of kind of gruesome because his son actually was standing on the sidewalk with his hands up in the air. And he has his hands up in the air, but the officer has what looks like a rifle pointed at his son. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So I'm sure <laughs> he didn't realize this was uh, someone who was a representative son for the state. It was a peaceful demonstration that came about due to the death of another young man who was handcuffed and shot. So in protest against that, a lot of these young people took to the streets with their hands up in the air and the cops came down and there was a weapon pointed at this young man and and the photographer managed to get it on camera. Wow. What do you guys think about that? I think that that is just a depiction of are the realness of what's going on. To be honest, I don't like driving at night anymore. Um, one particular time, a friend of mine let me utilize their car, which is a very expensive car, and a cop got behind me, and I found myself being nervous because now you never know. And we are in a society, you know, police officers can shoot you, and you're unarmed, and you're not doing anything, and they can get away with it. And I think that showing that picture really further paints the picture of what is actually going on. Um, Am I saying that I'm against police officers? No, I think they have a tough job. I think that there are some great police officers out there, but there are some that look at certain 
groups uh, or certain races, I should say, as all the same. Well, you know what? I think it's uh, very sad. We should be in a different place in 2015. I know there's a lot of racial tension that's out there, but there's no disputing what the camera showed and that the young man had his hands up in the air. And then you have the cop with this rifle pointed at the young man. For these stories and more, go out to our Facebook page. That's the Zone Radio Show and see it out there. Now, Doc has distracted me while I'm here in the studio. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's distracting me. Oh, you, really? I don't I'm know why. You. I don't know why. Really? I don't know why he's distracting me. I'm not uh, distracting you. I'm you just letting you know. I'm just yeah. you know. You know. <laughs> I'm trying <laughs> to concentrate. Well, you know, I'm sitting here listening to you and, you know, Lady Tina talk. Lady Tina just gave us an interview like somebody was interviewing her. She sounded like <laughs> one of those politicians. You know, they are just, I mean, she gave it to us uh, very political. You know and what? And you know, you're you are attack you're trying to get some get back on Lady Tina for last Saturday. Is that what this is? Yeah, you is. know, it's not about get back because oh, you, know, you y'all took <laughs> off your Christmas sweater. <laughs> yeah, now he You got- all got up on me. Okay. I mean, oh, I'm about your sweater. Whatever. Before we even go to break, there was something that, you know, Doc brought to my attention. I don't really watch the Braxons or anything like that, but uh apparently there's some things going on in Braxton land that's just not right. Yes. Wow. And I don't know if it has anything to do with one of the sisters being completely ungrateful or just one of the sisters being completely honorary. I have no idea. So, Doc, what's the story? Well, the story is there's some feud going on with the Braxton's family. And, you know, the sisters are disappointed with Tamar because they feel like Tamar has, you know, just been taking fame over family. So, of course, you know, she's on Dancing with the Stars. And according to what they were saying on Wendy Williams, they was talking about how, you know, Tawanda had been trying to get on Dancing with the Stars for years. And so they couldn't get on. And so when they asked Tamar to come on, Tamar didn't share any information with her family. And so they was like, okay, really, Tamar, what's really going on? Why you didn't tell us? You know, when you go on things like that, a lot of times they tell you not to say anything. But, of course, you know, people share with their family anyway, considering that the Braxes are close like that. She didn't share any of that information. And so the sisters are feeling some type of way that Tamar is following the fame life versus trying to, you know, stay with the family, do things with the family, you know, putting fame before the family. Well, you know, here's the thing, though. And I kind of like, you know, don't really get why does she have to in, check in? Exactly. Um, you know, all of them are grown. They're not babies. She's not their mama. Well, when you're close, it doesn't you have even a close matter. Like that. I mean, I have a close family. My sister and I are close, but my sister don't tell me everything. Exactly. I don't tell. I, mean, I, I don't tell my family everything. But I don't close, tell my mom. Like, you know, close, you don't, I get it. You don't tell everybody everything. everything. You want to celebrate with someone. Oh yeah, celebrating when I want you to know. Okay, so you, you say that. But when Tamar was on Dancing with the Stars, Tamar got sick, and so they wanted to bring you know some guests in on the real because you know Tamar also hosts the real. They asked to bring on. Uh, they wanted to bring in her sister, uh, Tracy, and Tamar shut it down. So what do you think about that? Well, I think Tamar felt, probably felt like she her felt territory threatened. was being threatened. She felt that and threatened. this is this is for me, and why why are you trying to bring my family in or something that's for me? But Tony did it for her. 
But here's the thing, though. Tony was the name that was used in order to give them a platform. All of them had the same platform. Tamar just worked hers better. They all have the same opportunities. All of them have done albums. Now, they don't have the what I call the, the music machine vents behind them. Right. right. But at the end of the day, Tony didn't have that. And so with, from my understanding, the whole Braxton Family Values re, uh, reality show was Tamar's idea. And so that's the reason why she and Tony are the executive producers. So the thing is, is that all of them got the platform. And so they should be utilizing it, like Trina is doing bar chicks. But I think that there's some envy going on. I think that they feel feel like... Vince is a good manager. Yeah, you yes. have somebody like Vince. I mean, but like, he was he was to, he, he was he, he was, was Tony's he manager. He was Tony manager, but him and Tony parted ways. But you know, Lady Gaga and all these people that this guy managed behind the scenes. I mean, he's a big time, you know, manager, producer type dude. Obviously, we can see by the house that he has and. All the cars that they got. <laughs> I mean, it is. I mean, uh, you know, I just think it. I think that there's a little bit of envy, and I think that they should just focus on themselves. Why, on the real, should another sister has to have to replace her? And I think the real was doing it for for ratings. And, 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 yeah, and, and they I think would, they were doing it for ratings. And they should. But at the same time, I feel like when you're close-knit like that, um, the way you are portraying on TV, you know, you say and that besides, you're a family. How Why did not? It, how did it leak out that she told them that she did not want her sister right. on there? I mean, I can't if, tell y'all my sources. Yeah, and and here's the thing: even you that, probably saw that on the blog, <laughs> <laughs> and you can tie that into ministry. Where you're going or where God is taking you, a lot of times everybody can't go. And so where she's trying to go, she may have to distance herself because she has a goal in mind. And I think that with Tamar, she's thinking about her age because in the music industry, that is considered to be, you know, pretty much an older age. I know because I was a part of the music ministry. So she has a short time frame and she's trying to maximize the moment. And so at the end of the day. Yeah, because they all can't be Luther. Right. She can't take all of them. Tony couldn't take all of them. They were background singers, but she couldn't take them on stage and let them lead and do other things. So Tony took them with her, but there was only so far they could go because, trust me, it, when Tony's on tour, they're not in the same dressing room that Tony is. Yeah, you know, we saw that on the reality. <laughs> yeah. yeah they can't, she don't even want yeah. them to ride in the same right. limo. It, it, it's not that. They, they see Tony when it's time to go out. hotel room and everything. Fabulous. Y'all not going to come for the Bratsons. I'm not coming. I love them. That's just one. I mean, <laughs> okay. I, I like the, the Listen, you know, I am the team Bratsons. Anybody know the Bratsons, tell them to see me. I am their personal advocate. Whatever. <laughs> listen, we're going to take a break. Today, we're going to be talking about ungrateful people. Ooh. How do we deal with ungrateful people? Last week, we talked about reasons to be thankful. But at this holiday season, you have people that have reasons not to be thankful. And we don't even understand why. So how do we as Christians deal with ungrateful people? We'll take a break. I am your host, T-Pain. I'm in the studio with my crew. We'll be back in just a moment. When I think of my life, my life, I
You don't know necessarily what to say to it because I think sometimes it catches you off guard. You give someone a Christmas gift and they say, I like it, but can you take it back? <laughs> you know, or you you, uh, you invite someone to your house for Thanksgiving and they say, hey, this is a great meal, but I see you got turkey. Why didn't you fry some chicken? You you know what you're thinking in your mind, and it's frustrating, and we're Christians. But how do we really deal with ungrateful people, Doc? You know, I feel like you were thrown in at me because, you know, I've been to your house. We've broken bread together, and you had <laughs> things that, they, okay, prime example, I've come to your house, and you know I don't eat seafood, and you brought me to a low shrimp bar to your house. What am I to say? Where's your chicken? That wasn't my house, dog. It was your house. No. It was on the table. No. I remember. That was, that was my mama's house. No, it was your house. I don't even cook low crab shrimp oh, balls. My mom is the only cook like that. We was eating at the sister's house, everybody, and she's going to tell me I'm wrong. But yes, it is. We're going we're gonna to continue I got the on. picture. <laughs> I have pictures to prove it. And, and uh, I'm going to tell you your this. Your dog, Penny, was on my feet. So we was Because she was invited over for the family <laughs> function. She was invited over to play with the other little dog Listen, named You don't Sasha. want people to know that you deliberately have food like that. You know I don't eat it. No. So of course I'm going to complain. It's going to appear as I'm, if I'm being I, what ungrateful. What I'm telling you is it's not that I would have a problem with it, but I didn't cook it. That wasn't me. Well, everybody out there in radio land. It was a family function. <laughs> I know it was my, a family function. I know my uh, my husband is somewhere. He's going to send me a Facebook page. If you're listening, Mr. Payne, go ahead and send Doc Bishop I a text. I don't need that, no. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> but seriously, though, you know, you see people that are ungrateful, and here we are at the holiday season. How you deal with that? Ooh, Lady Tina? I don't know. I mean... <laughs> That's the reason why I give out Visa gift cards, because <laughs> there's a gift that keeps on giving. Isn't that right? And you know what? And it keeps you from getting broke. Yes. Because you ask somebody what they want, some people are sitting on ready. Yes. They thought it up. They got written down. 
Yeah, anybody at my job knows whether it's birthday, whether it's anniversary, whether retirement, they know they will, even if it's a baby shower, I always do a gift card because if you don't really know an individual, you don't know what they like. And I've had people to give me things. It's not that I didn't like it, but uh, I have allergies. Mm -hmm. And so there's certain things that I can't have, but I'm... I, I was raised to be gracious and just say thank you, mm-hmm. you know. Because yeah, me too. My mom said, "Take it." Just Eventually, take it. they'll give you something that you like. <laughs> I give it. You know, I try to bless someone else. Yeah, or, recycle the gift. Yes, and I'll just and I wouldn't do it for a birthday. I'll say someone bless me with this. I'm allergic to it. Well, see, you know, I don't even say all that. Wait till the holidays <laughs> come around again and put it in the bag yeah, and read. You know. And Doc would be surprised at how many recycled gifts he's got. <laughs> and and not, 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 look, now it's going to be your turn. Now it's going to be your turn. But when I'm talking about, when we talk about people that are ungrateful, like, let's, for example, you give people things at the church. They might come in and say, we don't have any food. And then the church say, okay, we're going to have uh, a box and we'll put it together. And a little team of people have done everything they know how to do. Yes. And they did what they thought was the best. Might have you one frozen turkey in there and a couple of canned goods and so on and so forth. Right. And the people get there and said, this is it. Yeah. I I think sometimes, you know, we are, we're taken back by the response of people when we are doing nice and kind gestures, you know, is it's good to do good for people and to help them, but a lot of times there are people who are waiting, but they're picky about what they're waiting to get help on. And I look at help. Do is they help. really need help though? If you have to negotiate your help, do you you don't need help? You know, it, you know, some people take that thing to heart. You know, but you don't asking, need help. You shall receive. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, and so yeah. the, it said, asking you shall <laughs> receive, not asking you shall negotiate. but you know there are people out there who feel like okay yeah i'm thankful for what you've given me but you know i know you can do better you can't you can't help me a little bit yeah but i'm not that guy though i'm not him that's not me you seen people like that yes they count your money they count your money based off how you dress and how you live family Oh, did I just say that? Yeah, you, you said that. that. <laughs> and we're going to do a playback. You said it loud. No, you said it. Yes, you did. So what you think? I mean, I think that as long as you're doing it from a pure place, um, there's nothing that you can really do about it but just extend the love of Christ. I mean, um, there's a, a saying that I have, and I use it at work a lot. You cannot change someone's personality, but people can change their behavior. Like, for instance, I like to speed all the time. But when I see the police, I slow down. But when they leave, I'm speeding again. Now, what if they're listening? (laughs) If they're listening, uh, (laughs) I drive a blue Pinto. (laughs) Tag (laughs) T-Pain. You know, and and I, I tell you this, do you feel bad when you give someone something and, you know, you realize they're being ungrateful and they can't even say thank you? Well, you does know, that get to you? It does. Okay, last year, prime example, my niece and my nephew came over. And so my mom gave them these gifts, these gifts, and they unwrapping all their gifts, and they, they looking at it, and, you know, stuff like that. I mean, nice, expensive stuff, you know, clothing and things like that. And when they get through, they say, that's it? That's all we got? And my mom was like, 
Y'all better go sit down somewhere. And, yeah. and you know, it, it, it makes them makes her feel like they wasn't it thankful. Wasn't worth it. Yeah, you know, for what she did for them. But in in some people are unlearned. They they don't realize what they're doing. Even mm-hmm. as you know, kids. You know, sometimes even saying, you know, that's it. That's all you can do. They're not realizing that they're showing a level of. of Ungratefulness and disrespect oh, and disrespect, yes. and so they just don't know. I mean, some of the gifts that children want. I mean, there there is. Uh, they need I, a job. Yeah, I, I mentor <laughs> some, you know, some young ladies, and I said, "Well, what do you want for your birthday?" Well, I want your Michael Kors bag, or I want a Valentino bag, and I'm like, okay, you know. Do you have even a sense of money? Do, <laughs> what makes you think that you've done something to deserve to carry a, a, a bag, a $400 bag? Well, you yeah. know. Or a, a $1,000 bag. But yeah. to them, it's nothing. I because mean, they see you with it. it yeah, and, and, and they think if you've got it. Then I can have it then too. Then I can have it too. And you know what? And the reality is you can't have it when you get a job. When you get a job. When you get a job. They got knuckles. And $25. That's right. Get it. Get a job. <laughs> well, knockoffs are, well, you did say knockoffs, didn't you? Yeah. Did yeah. There's nothing wrong with a good knockoff. Disclaimer. <laughs> He's just a part of the zone team. <laughs> <laughs> He's not an official part of this station. <laughs> and you heard me. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with a good knockoff. <laughs> well, they're both. They're both not a part of this station. Hey, you know, got caught up in the conversation here. We got caught up in the conversation. Yeah, we got to do a disclaimer. <laughs> well, you know, I, I tell you what, I have uh, had the misfortune and, and the learning of dealing with uh, some young mentees. And it's always like the little girls. I tell you, it was one young lady I was mentoring, and I didn't ask her. I learned from my mom not to ask what you want for Christmas and for your birthday. You know, my mom taught me well after <laughs> she had a lot of expensive list <laughs> so i just i just said look you know i'm gonna you know take you out we're gonna go to the museum we're gonna go hang out you know i'm thinking yes. things that are educational she said i don't want to do that i want to go get my hair and my nails done yeah and i said well then uh, i guess we just won't do anything i come and visit you and uh and we'll just continue to have our conversations and i'll left it like that because you know you, you can't dictate how somebody spend their money and what they should do she was ungrateful. But it goes back to what Lady Tina was saying. She was talking about, you know, you can't change a person's personality. Is it the personality or the mindset that we're dealing with? Well, because they really yeah, don't know. And you, and you they really don't know. Yeah, and you can't make someone be grateful. It, it has to be something Was it not a show? It's not them being grateful. Mm-hmm. The show is how, how do, do we deal with it? Deal with them. I I just deal with it is where I do what I and what I get frustrated. My heart to do. Yeah, but if they give me the wrong reaction, that's the last they're gonna get from me. I'll tell you. Is that, that Christian right like though? Is that Christian? <laughs> no, class? it's not. That's it's the not reason Christian. why I will not reach perfection until I reach that glorified <laughs> body. <laughs> Would be to keep, keep giving. giving, keep doing what you're doing. Doc, you know, can you do it? I it's had hard. No, I had it's no hard. It's hard. I had I, I'm like, there. I'm like I, with Lady Tina. If, you know, if I, nah, I'm like, give my gift back. And they can keep it. They'll never nah, see I'm another. I got a receipt. <laughs> well, no, now see what I say is, you know, one of my old school answers, like back in the day at Nana's house, you don't want to give it back. If you don't want it, give it back. Yeah. That's what that's what they would say back yeah, in the day. Yeah. They, you know, and a lot of times they weren't gonna let themselves be frustrated. 
Yeah. They'll look at you and say, okay, well, you don't want it. But, you can give it back. Well, let me ask you this. We're talking about dealing with, you know, them being ungrateful. So is it ungrateful to us or is it ungrateful no, to them? No, but see, what we're talking about is How our response. Deal. Right, right. How so, do we keep from being frustrated <laughs> and getting right. angry and getting they won't get nothing else? And get uh, until it all freezes over down there where Satan is at. But you know, I think for me, for me is to it. Oh no! Dog. I have to understand. I have tell to understand it. the person. Look, look, really, I have it. to understand the person. I have <laughs> really, to understand the person really, because why have you start taking time to just say I'm going to understand the I'm fact gro- that this person has a <clears throat> mental. I'm issue. growing in Jesus' name. He's you growing. growing. <laughs> I'm growing. You, you hear that bass in my voice? Yes. I'm growing. You're growing. That's right. Yes, that's mean. I'm very. I'm getting very. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's getting well, deep. Yeah, he's getting deep. deep. <laughs> well, I'm still shallow because I don't know. How to do? How to do that yet? You still show them love. You not, still, you still, you still kind to them. Kindness. But Go ahead. You mean I mean, you still got to give. At the end give. of the day, I'll just give in another way. I'll, I'll give and my another time, way. my talent, time. <laughs> Talent. Yes. But if you're doing all of that, are you giving out of a pure spot? Because you got to think about it. you're you are you are offended well, when you're dealing with somebody being ungrateful. You be because, at peace with all men. Yeah, but as we much strive. that lies we within that. you, we strive. He says, much that lies within you. Now, if that's a place, if my giving to you caused me to be at a place of unrest because you don't know how to receive it, then I might not need to do that next year because I don't have enough peace to deal with your reaction to my gift. <laughs> <laughs> Preach. <laughs> So who's the lesson for? Because, you know, I think sometimes when we're dealing with ungrateful people, it's something to learn for us. We what? have to learn to to keep doing what we're supposed do to do. Do it within necessity, but not do it in essence. So I can still give to you within necessity of what it is that you need. But the pluses that I was trying to get to you from my overflow, what I have to share with you, if you can't appreciate that, then I'm only going to deal with you in necessity, like you would your kids. So let me ask you to say, say um, both of y'all sitting here, okay, a person say, well, I'm in need of such and such and such and such. They tell you what they, they're in need of. You got to give me an example give, of what you... Okay, say a person say... You know, I need my rent paid. And you say, I can only do a certain amount. That's and right. But say, okay, but that's all you can do. I really that's need all such I can and do. such. And, uh, and that rest will be prayer. We can pray, touch, and agree <laughs> in Jesus' name. Because all I'm going to be able to do is this. Now, you to keep in mind, I have an organization. And we I, help people. I know how you are. And, uh, and I have people who come to our organization, and they're in need, and they might need money to help pay their rent. We've done it on several occasions. Right. But, you know, when we do it, we only give half. We give half of what it is they're supposed to pay. And then it, it's made out to whoever, the, the, the leasing office exactly. or the landlord, that we don't make it out to the individual. Exactly. And so uh, that's what we do. Now, if they come back more than once, then the next time they have to go to a financial class that we actually provide for them so they can understand how to be better with their money. Because our whole thing is not just give a man a fish, but teach him how to be a fisherman. So we do do that. And, yeah, I'm going to help you. i meet you halfway. But you're going to have to. And let me tell you, they're going to come up with the rest. <laughs> right. They're going to come up with the rest. But i meet you halfway. Now, necessity, I'm all about necessity. But if I'm giving you something and it's a gift and it's pureness out of my heart and you can't appreciate that and that violates my peace, I might need to stop that until we get in a better place with each other where you can accept what it is I'm trying to give. Because you might not see yourself as being worthy of what I'm handing down. That's a good way to look at it. It is a very good way. But, you know, I just try to be, for me, I try to think how I would be when I'm dealing with people like that. You know, because sometimes 
Doc, it always catches you off guard. It catches you off guard. It is a surprise. Okay, prime example. I'll talk about my family. My mom. I used to buy her. Now you know supplies. your mom is going to hear this. Well, she need to know this. You're going to get and it. And I've told her this. And I said, listen. You know, when I was a kid, I would buy her house supplies, pots and pans, and glass and stuff because I thought this. You know what to do. And so one day she said, "Don't buy me net for the house because it ain't for me. It's for everybody because we all using it." And I felt some type of way. I felt like she wasn't being grateful. Grateful, but I had to understand really what she's saying because it's not really hers. But if everybody's using it, well, you know what, Doc? <laughs> I had to understand. I had to really I'm understand. I had to agree with your mom because at Christmas time, I don't want a bottle of Clorox. <laughs> I appreciate the thought. I don't want no dish detergent. I don't buy those. No gang. <laughs> I don't want a Christmas plate. I don't want a Christmas plate a glass. <laughs> I don't want that because you came and talking about that was a gift. I think I feel some kind of way. A cro- now, a crock pot, a mixer, a, you know, a, a, a people well, give maybe, things. Maybe, maybe like stuff like that. But, but bleach, this is what she was talking about. But bleach, like, though, I you would, said house supplies. I'm talking about. Appliances? A- appliances. What, then you got Dishes it? and things like that. I think you're giving her things based on what you want her to do. No, he giving her things that's on sale. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I'm a living witness. When it comes to my mom and dad, they're cash people. I don't have to go to stores or anything. Yeah. They want cold, hard cash. You don't even have to put it in a card no more. Just give them oh, the money. Because they got smart. You know, they had to tax that money. As <laughs> soon as you activate the card, four ninety five is going to be taken off of it. And so they are, uh, yeah, just, just going to give it to me. Give me a cashier's check. We can be good. Yep. Write it in my name. I'm all right. Just go ahead and put it in the bank. That's right. I mean, and it, it, it just alleviated a lot of headache. Cause you less money? Just, get, just give them the money. Show me the money, honey. Yeah, but what if they say, this all you give me, you ain't got no extra? As long as they ain't bringing no Clorox. You ain't got no extra? (laughs) You ain't got no extra? You got no extra to give me? Usually I'll hit the mark each time. Well, you know, now we're talking Because you got to press towards the mark. See, yeah, that's true. For the high calling. That's that's it. Now we're talking about ungrateful people. And real quick, how do we deal with ungrateful kids? Mm. What would you say to that? And being a parent, because that hurts your feelings. As a parent, you're doing everything that you know how to do, and your kids just seem ungrateful. Use it, use that moment as a teaching moment because they don't realize what they're doing. They don't really realize that they're showing ungratefulness. Mm-hmm. And so you can easily take that moment and turn it into a great a teaching moment and not a fussy moment because most parents will fuss. They'll fuss and take the Christmas gifts back and get mad. No, I wouldn't fuss. in the room. I yes. wouldn't fuss. I don't think I'd get mad. I probably would take it back and get my money back. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, that is mad. <laughs> no, that is me trying to uh, help them out. You don't like it? You don't want it? Okay, I got it. I'm going to help you out. <laughs> yeah. But it's not telling us how to deal with them. That is. Take it, get you some money back. Don't Put the back. money back in don't the household. Don't do <laughs> that. I'm grateful. Don't Give them a that. nice meal instead. They might just want to go out to eat. <laughs> Crickets on that one. <laughs> you know, I'm just ungratefulness, and especially ungrateful kids. And for me, all I can say is that you probably have to pray. Yeah. And I think what 
I can agree with what Doc Bishop was saying. It's a teachable moment. Yeah. Because there were times at Christmas as a child where I was disappointed. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 as we're talking about this, it's making me think about it. But it wasn't that I don't think that I was ungrateful. I think that I didn't understand how to be grateful. How to be grateful, and I didn't understand the financial strain it would yes. have on my mother mm-hmm. yes. to get the because things that I desired. Because mom was just supplying. Yes. Exactly. Yes. And, I, and I think that is the case with a lot of kids. Now, what I did with my son, because he didn't understand either. He was just a little bit of a fella, and I still think sometimes he don't understand. But I actually took him and gave him some money, and we went to, like, the little dollar store and, and all his little friends in the neighborhood. He put a gift, wrapped it, and it was horrible wrapping. But he did the best he knew how. It was all sticky and everything. And he left a bag on each one of his little friend's door. Now, it wasn't that much, but he picked out the best gift he could pick out with the little money he had. And uh, and he was so excited about it. And yes. the whole more in that was teaching him how to be more of a giver than a receiver. So I guess whatever you come up with that's creative. And that's going to have the biggest impact you should do. But in all things, we should acknowledge God and we should pray. I agree. Right? And uh, because we're not going to have all the answers, especially when it comes to our kids. You can probably deal with adults a little differently. But when it comes to our kids, we're not going to have all the answers. There's There are books out there, but it might not be the book for you mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, to help us resolve everything. Listen, that's about our time. And I want to just say happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Don't eat too much turkey and dressing. And fried ham. Fried ham. What else? What else, dog? Ribs and fried chicken. You think they're going to have ribs at Thanksgiving? Patty's pie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Patty! <laughs> <laughs> that old green key lime cake that everybody likes to eat. Don't do it! <laughs> Carrot cake. Key lime. Strawberries. Strawberry cake. Red velvet cake. Red velvet. Yes. It's going down ribs. next week. Everything. And sweet potato pie. Might yes. not be patties, but it's going to be. Oh, pecan pie. They do pecan pie. Yes. Whatever it is. Egg custard. Oh, she went back. <laughs> that's back like dry branch back in the woods. That's what I'm Atlanta saying. Atlanta don't know where that's at. Kind Pig, of pie. Pig's feet. I'm going to be partaking in that. On Thanksgiving. Yes. She gone to Barbecue the woods. Barbecue pig's feet. She gone to the Barbecue. woods. She gone really to she the woods. She gone to the woods. Yes. yes. All right. Listen. <laughs> That's it, church family. I want to make sure that we wish you all a a very happy Thanksgiving. Do be safe in your travels. Make sure you check the news alert for weather and all that kind of stuff. But other than that, we don't end the broadcast without saying, believe, act, and follow your destiny. Until next time, everyone everywhere, be blessed. Thanks for joining us in the zone for another episode of Straight Talk for Christians. You can follow Minister T. Payne and Dot Bishop on Facebook and Twitter at Dizone Radio. You can also listen to WBGA Dizone Gospel Radio Online daily at www.dizoneradio.fm. That is www.dazoneradio.fm.